Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Is this thing on? Hey, it's the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show. I'm Sean and Charlie is there. Hi. And Maddie is there. I got to move my microphone. Gee whiz. We don't need to hear that. Nobody, nobody needed to hear that. I was helping. <laughs> okay, so, hey, you can listen to us on the radio at 987simon.com. You can call us anytime at 336-373-0987. This is 86, number 86 podcast, I think. I think so, yeah. Something like that. Isn't that wild? So subscribe and like if you want to. How about that lady at the subway? Man, she was tough. The subway in Rockford, Illinois was getting robbed. This lady fought the robber off she was bigger than him i'll i'll give her that she was bigger than him she was not going to give him the money not only did she not give him the money she ripped his sweatshirt off took his gun away from him and then hit him in the head with it good job so he actually had a weapon he had a gun he had a gun out and she still attacked him and she works at a subway yeah, man. And I mean that in all respect, but I mean, it's she like... She should be fighting. She should be making money off of that. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying at that point, just be like, sure, here, take he's, it. He's asking, is working at the subway worth risking your life with a gun? I can't think of any place I would work, unless it was like, you know, hey, Are you up your hands and, or give me your give me your child. You know, I'm like, oh, I might fight you for my kid, but... <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fight you for my dog. Well, so she did all of that. By the way, when the guy ran off, he took her purse. Oh, come after, on, after really? Then the owner of that subway store suspended her and said it was because she leaked the security video. It's gone viral. It's everywhere. Oh, because she was like, hey, y'all, look what I did. Yeah, but I would do that, too. If someone attacked I me totally in a subway would. and I fought him off, I would for sure oh, yeah. share that. Too. Look what, I, yeah, for like you said, look what I did. I'd be walking up to people like out, out at the store. <laughs> hey, the, hey, watch this TikTok. Yeah, hey, you got a minute? <laughs> hey, you ever been to Subway? So... He suspended her and said that she was going to be suspended until the video was completely wiped from the internet. And that thing's been shared a gazillion times. Oh, God. Well, that's, not, that's impossible. Does he understand how the internet works? Yes, he knew. Well, now she's got a GoFundMe going and she's gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, so she doesn't even need to go back she's to work. She's fine. Now she can fight people anywhere she wants now. Do you remember, who was it? Um, some some woman, I think it was at a Burger King, like or it was a security guard somewhere, like fought somebody off, and then Dana White from the UFC offered her a contract. Is really? that right? Like she had oh, gotten cool. fired, and then he offered her a job. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that'll happen with this lady. I hope so, man. Because you say you wouldn't fight, but I guess you don't have that thing. Because I feel like if I was in that situation, I would that I would try anyhow. 
You know, I would probably think about it and assess the situation, then be like, "Nah, man, <laughs> it's not worth it for this this bread." Yeah, I mean, it's not mine. But I mean, that bread is good. You know, they bake it all good. the time. Now, if it was Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's John's. Oh, God, Brad Garrett. Did I ever tell you all my Brad Garrett story? No. Uh, You don't like him much, do you? He's not nice. He's the big guy who's on the Jimmy John's commercial screaming Jimmy's John's. I met him when we went out to L.A. and were at the taping of Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm -hmm. And everybody was great. Doris Roberts, the mom, was great. What's the guy who played young Frankenstein? He was the dad uh, on there. I can never think of his dang name anymore. Hold on. Who played young Frankenstein? Not Dean Wilder. Uh Uh-uh. Peter Boyle was the monster. Peter Peter, Boyle. Hey, it was Peter Boyle. Oh, thanks, dude. He was so sweet, sitting in his chair. Ray was great. Everybody was great. And then the last person that we met was Brad Garrett, and he did not want to talk to us. And when he did, he just constantly made jokes about B. Arthur about uh, wanting to have sex with B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Yeah, or or getting in a fight with B. Arthur. He brought her up over and over and over. What does she have to do with anything? And and he just was obviously grumpy. And then when he left, I overheard him complaining about us to somebody. Blanking radio people. No blanking sense of blanking humor. Because <laughs> your jokes weren't funny? No, I mean, look, man, I agree. Is that I think that all B. Arthur humor is the best. And I honestly would like to fight her and then have relations with her and then fight her again. <laughs> You're really... <laughs> B. Arthur! What, what if it was in a subway? You wouldn't me. fight her. No, nah, man, it's not my B. Arthur. You wouldn't fight her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say any of that ever but, again. <laughs> but back to the fighting off a robber thing. When y'all walk into a place, do you have that thing where you walk in and you size up the whole place and figure out... If something goes down, how you're going to get out of there? Never. Really? I've only done that in stress situations in the sense of there was something happening. So, for instance, in D.C., mm. when we had the sniper. Yeah. Like, So I definitely would like serpentine around the gas station thinking that that worked. Or um, movie theaters after one of the big movie theater oh, incidents. Gee whiz. So I would always keep my eye out of someone. But that was it. Other than that, it's like, no, I don't walk into like... A subway and scope the exits and look for the cameras and 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 eye up the the woman behind the counter see I'm, if she could take off or take on a robber. Well, is that unusual? Because I always do that. No, but I think you do that anyways. You you scope out any situation. You're a nervous person though, and are you also <laughs> that person who like when you're sitting at a table or at a booth in a restaurant, you have to be able to see the door? Absolutely. Yeah, lots. I've known people like that before, and it's like. I, that doesn't even cross my mind. I want to have my back against the wall no. where I can see the door. I don't want anybody sneaking up on me. And I also don't Who's want anybody... to sneak up on you? I don't know. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I don't know. I know you watch a lot of cowboy stuff, but do you watch a lot of mob movies? That's very mobbish. Very Sopranos. Oh, I love mob movies. So, I mean, that's part of it. But you were never in the mob. So no. <laughs> why you should have that mentality, why I you don't asking? know. Huh? You wearing a wire? <laughs> they just busted a whole bunch of Columbo crime family yeah. big wigs. And it's really? still so fascinating that that still goes on. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't seem like there's still a mob. Oh, there is. There but totally then we, is. What did we have a story about that there was like the mob was They're running- They're stealing groceries. groceries. <laughs> They're stealing trucks of celery and rutabagas. Oh, yeah. But see, that's, that's so- right. That's such a movie thing and such a different world to me because I grew up in the Midwest in Southern Indiana. We barely have culture at all, much less like, you know, these families that all 
live together and related and they work together and do all the stuff and Kansas City has a big mob present. Oh yeah. Big mob. Mm-hmm. That's not far from there, is it? Um, it's a couple hours. Yeah. So you were right there in it. And I guarantee <laughs> you that you knew people who were in witness protection because everywhere there's somebody who is hiding from the mob. Hey, had, it's me, Mark Jones. I had a friend Sorry. growing up who was his family was hiding from the mob. Really? Yeah. He and wasn't supposed to tell you that. He was not supposed to tell me that. I never, I won't say his name. I won't even say exactly where it was or anything because they could be. But I was like, really? He's like, yeah, this isn't our real name. You know, it, it doesn't even seem like witness protection would actually be a real thing, but it actually happened. Oh, sure oh, yeah. it does. God, remember, remember when Sammy the Bull, he, they yeah. put him in witness protection and then he got, he like, left. started the world's largest, like, ecstasy ring or yeah. something in Arizona. It's like, way to stay under the radar. Yeah. No, but he left. He didn't stay in witness protection. Oh, I at thought all. he was still in witness protection no. when it was like him and his kids started. <laughs> yeah, him and his daughter. Yeah. No, they, he walked out. And uh, Henry Hill, who Goodfellas was about, was famously in witness protection forever. And then eventually he gave up, took his costume off. He had a fake beard and nose and everything. He quit doing that and was just out there. Oh, he was on Stern a bunch. Oh, no, I know. He was on everything. He had like his own business selling his swag online. It doesn't seem like it would be hard to disappear. I mean, say, for example, you move to a small, quaint little town in Montana. Mm-hmm. I don't think. You know, how would they know to come looking for you there as long as you stayed under the radar and didn't? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it sounds like such a grandiose thing, like the FBI is going to move you and your family and hide you and protect you. And it's like, I guess I even I I could witness protection myself. And man, I could just pick up everything and go <laughs> somewhere. And you'd but have, no one would be looking for me. You'd have to come Picture. up with all new documents, all new birth certificates, social right. security card, everything if you nah, were going to do it. Now, this goes back to what we were talking about on the air the other day, is that I'm going to live the hobo life, and no one needs to know. I'm going off-grid. I want to be like that guy up in New Hampshire squatting on somebody's property, living off the land. Well, you, yeah, there was some woman that got busted for squatting in a mansion. Well, I mean, she can't do it standing up. <laughs> it was real little. <laughs> Low ceilings. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why I have that thing, but it's. I don't think I learned it from the movies, did I? Think, I? I think if anyone would go, like you talk about fake documents and stuff, but you talk about your go bag and you oh, know, yeah. you you you've already got a map. Talk about mapping it out. I guarantee you've already mapped out a strategy and oh, how yeah. you could go off radar or off grid. Oh, dude, I'm ready. But he'd be he'd go off grid until he was expected to be at Sunday dinner. <laughs> He'd have to go show up uh, you know, at the Isas. I think the guilt, yeah, the guilt would like yeah. eventually get to you. Or guilt from what? That you would feel like you you owe somebody an appearance at you're, an event, or you hadn't talked to somebody for some reason. So you you make that face. You're, you're making a face. Yeah, but you hadn't, I feel like you hadn't had your father-in-law over to sit in your living room and grump and mump a little bit, and uh, you'd feel yeah, bad, and you'd have to invite him, and it. that'd be the end of it. Ah. Uh. I don't You'd know. miss me, brah. You'd miss me. Of course I would. And this witty back and forth. But as my good, good friend, Reverend Bloodworth, once said, the only thing we truly possess is our memories. And I'll always have my memories of you after I run away, <laughs> disappear for good. Just I had thinking, to use my go bag the other day. You did? Yeah. Where'd you go? Um, <laughs> the store. So I was over on the Eastern Shore at, the, at our little house over there. And there was no cable. And, of course, you can watch the Roku TV and you can watch all your shows and stuff, whatever you want. But that freaks me out. I can't do that because it's not the correct passage of time. 
it doesn't end on the hour on the half hour and there's not commercials oh my and stuff. God. So I can't do it. I can't watch shows like that. Now, I will say I can, but I do that sometimes when I'll be in the middle of the movie and I'll be like, when is this going to be over? And look at the clock yeah. and be like, oh, wait, no, oh, we're not watching it on that It freaks schedule. me out. freaks me out so bad. So I called the um, Dish Network because it's one of those dang gray dishes out in the yard, sat on hold for 18 minutes and then the real nice lady in India got on the phone and she said, uh, well, let me pull up your account and this and that. And then she said, well, what do you see on the screen right now? And I said, well, it's just the thing bouncing around all over the screen saying direct TV. And she goes, oh, yeah, you've called Dish Network. You need to hang up and call <laughs> direct TV. So another 15 minutes on hold, they finally get there, and I didn't know the security code answer. I didn't know this and that. So I was like, fine, you're doing good. You're doing good. That was my, my famous thing when, when people are, you know, not helping. You're doing good. So so you- Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say it. So you went into white hot terror uh, in anger mode Yeah. because you needed to watch things on the hour. Yeah. Yeah. I have to have a schedule. <laughs> I'll go mad. But anyway, so the guy, I, I set up a service call and the guy gets there and he immediately says, I see your problem right here. It's this tree. We got, we, I said, well, just oh, turn the dish. dish is he being said, blocked. he said, no, man, it's gotta be pointing to the West. Cause that's where the signal is. I can't just turn the dish. That's not how this works. I'm like, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, and I'm thinking, you know, that dish has been there and that tree has been there for years and this has never happened before yeah. so i'm not 100 percent. but anyway the guy says we got to do something about this tree do you have any tools and i said yeah let me check in the shed there was nothing in there so then i go wait a minute i got something and I went and got my go bag and i had my shovel that is a hatchet and a hammer and a saw and a knife <laughs> your swiss army shovel <laughs> yeah so i pulled the hatchet out the hatchet head put it on the handle and i go over there and I start whacking at this limb on this tree and just whacking and whacking and whacking and whacking and whacking. And then eventually you start hearing it. And it fell. I you, couldn't believe it. You chopped something down? Yeah, with a hatchet. Wow. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. And so then this huge hunk of dogwood tree is hang, is sitting there in the yard. The, the dish is now fully clear of the tree. And the guy goes, wait a minute. This thing isn't even standing up straight. And I go, you mean I cut that tree down for nothing? <laughs> so then he's like, here, hold. I was doing all the work. Here, hold these. Thank you for helping me. Oh, yeah, you got it, man. You got it. So do you have a hammer? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I do. So I go get a hammer, and he uses that to bang the pole out straight, puts the dish back on it, and boom, I've got my TV on the hour. <laughs> yep. So... So he, he therefore caused you to do manual labor. Hard, man. And it was just a case of straighten up. I never understood the satellite thing. I, and I mean, you can explain it. And it's got to be pointing at the satellite and all. But yeah. it's like, oh, no, you can't get it. It's, there's the tree there. I mean, oh, but, you can't. I don't like the satellite. Never. You like. The tree was always there. Yeah, well. And dude, it, it's like. They said on the phone, now listen, we have all the protocols in place. When he gets there, he's going to ask you if anybody's sick. We want you wearing a mask. He's going to be wearing a mask. We're going through all this. Oh. He walks right in the house like, hey, what's going on in here? <laughs> Did you check his credentials? He wasn't <laughs> even from. 
my TV. Well, he knew how to. I don't care where he was from. He got me my TV on he did the fix hour. It. Yeah. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you most want to have as a dinner guest, Charlie? Off the top of your head. Anyone who's alive? Sure. John Bon Jovi. Ah. About you, Maddie. Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah. I can dig it. Would you want to be famous and in what way? Um, yes, for doing good deeds. Boring. <laughs> what about you? Rich and famous or just famous? Just famous. Oh, I, uh, I mean, yes, but for something really like weird, like 15 minutes of fame weird. Okay. Could you be more specific? Um... Like I got caught on video feeding Cheetos to a monkey at the zoo or something. Okay, that's a <laughs> like, good famous. That is a good famous. Well, wait, wait, not something that I'm going to get fired for. So everyone thought it was hilarious that I fed Cheetos to the monkey. Uh-huh. They weren't mad at me. Uh-huh. I just want to be stipulated. Was, like I'm, I'm loved famous, not like uh, we hate you. You fed Cheetos you to the monkey. Yeah, why'd you do <laughs> that? You never be the zoo monster. Before making a telephone call, do you rehearse what you're going to say? Depending who I'm speaking to. Yeah, I I think so. If you? it's you. I have a plan. Mm. If it's you, yes, I have a plan. Why? <laughs> because you're my boss and I have to, if I'm calling you, it's for a reason. Yeah, me too. <laughs> who was that? That was Mo. Oh. Was it? Mm. He looks so skinny. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Uh, let's see. Having a nice brunch on the water, hanging with friends, seeing mm. family, just, you know, relaxing, hanging out. I had it on Sunday. I watched a Formula One race. I sat on my couch all day. I watched two sets of games, the one o'clock football games and the four o'clock football games. And then I went back in the basement and watched the eight o'clock football game. Dang. That's a perfect day. It was. <laughs> Nobody, and everyone left me alone. It was great. If you could wake up tomorrow and you've gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Gosh. It's like superpower or no, just anything? This is all stuff that's attainable. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'd want to speak languages. I'd want to that's be able a good, to. I was about to say that. That's a good one. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to be wherever I am when people are doing that thing where they're, they're speaking about you in their native tongue and, and they think there's no way this dude knows what I'm saying and then you answer them. And then you, oh, just, and then you just put them in their place. Have That's you the seen best. The, There's a guy, he looks like me. He Speaks goes into, Mandarin? No, uh, yes, he yeah. goes to the Chinese restaurant him. and everyone's like, this this dumbass. And he's yeah. like, oh, bah, 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 and it, they're like, what? Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I love it. Okay. I'm 100% on board with that. Also, just because of how many times people, I think, are talking smack, and then you can come right back at them, and they're yeah. like... Yeah, totally. <gasps> well, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it would I was also- going to say that or full head of hair. Full head of hair? <laughs> just but, to see what it's like. But that's attainable. You could do that. I can't. You can. No, I can't. I know can a guy. It. I'm not paying surgery to get someone to jab hair. Hello, surgery. <laughs> I would like to pay you for a full head of hair. <laughs> You can get those hooks with the hooks and the hooks and the chains. Oh, no. Yeah. I just don't want my butt hair stuck into my head. And then I got butt hair head. No, well, I mean, it, 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 you <laughs> didn't say what kind. That's hair. how they do it. No, he didn't say what kind. You wanted a full head of hair. Okay, yeah. you got a full head of butt <laughs> hair. There's a little bit of upper thigh in there. Do you have a full head of hair on your butt? No comment. <laughs> Ew.
<laughs> I bet he does. And no. Ew. I bet he does. No. Well, then why'd you say that? Because that's, I thought that's where they took the hair from when they do those hair oh, plugs. Oh, man. I mean, well, they say they take it from the back, but I don't have... So I guess they would make me grow my hair out into the weird horseshoe, and then they'd move it around, but I don't have much to move around. So then they're going to have to take it from, like, leg hair. So that's I'm going to have leg hair on my head. Sounds like a long process, man. Are you sure you want this? Well, no. no I like your idea better with <laughs> different languages. <laughs> it's a lot easier. What do you think about that thing they're saying where we won't have a driver's license anymore? It'll just be on your phone. Um, You yeah. know, I will tell you that I had an incident one time where I really wished we had had that. My girlfriend and I went to Nashville for her birthday. And the last night that we went out, we went out partying, you know, went to the bars, whatever. Somewhere along the way, she misplaced her driver's license and could not find it. And we were supposed to fly out the next morning Uh and she never could find it. So we ended up having to rent a car and drive back from Nashville. Nice. Well, that's fun. No, it wasn't fun. We'd been in Nashville for four days and we were really hungover. (laughs) I just wanted to get home. No, that was awful. So if she'd have had it on her phone, we wouldn't have had to do that. Well, haven't you ever seen the thing like they're saying now, like your vaccine card, take a picture of it, keep it on your phone. Like yeah. everyone's been saying, like, take a picture of whatever these important documents and keep them on your phone. And that's how you say it. So like, yeah, I wonder if that would work. That's with- super great and all until your phone dies or until you accidentally drop it in the toilet. And then all of your documents and your telephone driver's license are gone. It's worse than but losing your But it can be saved in your cloud. One. Yeah, man, the cloud. What's that? It's up there in the sky. It's full of data. And rain. All my secrets are up in the sky. <laughs> There's pictures and secrets. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of not having a physical driver's license. It's it's scary to me. And it's just like them saying there's not going to be any more paper money. Yeah. I rarely have paper money on me. I I wish that no one used paper money because sometimes that throws things off when you actually like, oh God, they actually gave me money. Now I have to go to the ATM to deposit it. I did go through a drive-thru the other day and gave the guy, I even gave him exact change and he still was kind of like staring at what it. What is this? Uh, what? Really? It was change. I gave him like, it was like two forty six, and I gave him like five forty six, and he was like, "Ah, uh, well, don't but, have a button for that." But I did have like you know all the computerized stuff is great and all until you go through the Arby's and their computers go down, and he's like, "Um, our computers just went down. Our credit card machine or whatever. Can you? Do you have any cash?" I say that's a you I problem, did, Tim. No, I had. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sorry. I guess you have to give it to me for free. I did have cash at the time, but I hardly ever do. It was. That was there was a comedian who did a whole. He talked about going to Starbucks. It was Tom Segura. So we went to Starbucks, and they're like, "I don't have change for." He had a twenty. He's like, "I don't have change for a 20. He's like, "Okay, well, <laughs> so what do we do?" Yeah, but he said he stood there. It's it was like standoff. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't have. I'm sorry, our credit card machine is down. Okay, well, somebody told me to come back. It might have been my dry cleaner guy, where their their machine was down and they couldn't take my card. And he was like, "You can just come back sometime," because you know. I thought yeah, that they was really know cool. you. Oh, yeah. And that's that is super cool. But yeah, seriously, I mean, it, whose fault is that? You should have to shut if you can't take my form of currency and you should just uh, give me my food and I get to go. I want to see the millennial bust out the old school racky machine where they have to put your. I've the, seen that. Oh, I've had to have do that. To do it. And they have to do the etching, but they do the racky rack. Where was that? Yeah, someplace they, they had a, a computer situation and. They had to do the old hand. That was a backup for the longest time because yeah. I remember using those. You know, I went to uh, 
it was a, it was a little while back now, but Greenfield's bagels on um, they're on New Garden. They're really good, but um, their computer was down, and the guy was just like, "Just if you don't mind, you know, just give me your name and number. We'll call you back." But he <laughs> he still gave me the bagels, and then I called. Them, I even called them. I was like, "Hey, hey, are your, is your power back on?" He's like, "No," and he's like, "Call back." So I mean, I had to track him down to give him my money, but I was so I was so happy that he gave me that 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 kind of on good faith exchange of goods that I was like, oh yeah, man, I hope no one you know screws you over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't want cash to go away because it's it's tangible. How you often know? do you carry it though? Mm, fairly often. Like a lot, or just like I have some eight dollars. I have some in my wallet right now. No, it's enough to get you out of a situation. I always try to carry like forty or a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah, <No>. yeah. <laughs> the only situation I'm getting out of is maybe a, a decent toll booth right now. I, I think I can I buy a soda out of the vending machine. That's <laughs> about it. Most dangerous things you did as kids and lived to tell about it. Here's some that people shared. Used to always catch different spiders and play with them and mm-hmm. hope that they'd bite me and I'd get super spider power. Oh, fingers <laughs> crossed. When I was little, it was way more convenient to clean my watercolor paintbrush with my mouth. <laughs> I know a guy who he got real sick because he was an artist and he would always keep his paintbrush in his mouth. You got sick from that? Well, he with different paints. It was it wasn't Lead. watercolors. Shooting Roman candles at each other and using metal garbage can lids for shields. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Uh, I can't remember if we ever really did that. Oh, God, I used to do this. I was a giant nerd. Found an old building with stacks and stacks of asbestos tiles laying around. Breaking them judo chop style was <laughs> really, fun, really fun. Yeah, man, I definitely did some of that. I fell through the floor of an old building one time. Did you ever throw uh, the fluorescent tubes around? Oh, yeah. That was super fun. They made a cool pop. Hey, what about uh, Star Wars lightsabering with uh, the fluorescent tubes? You can do it once. Yeah. yeah. You can do it once, and then that's it. Lawn darts. Yeah, I, we had know, those. To this day, we, you know, we played lawn darts, but no one ever, it never it never was as dangerous as, uh, you know, they always make it sound like, you know, somebody's going to die. It landed, you know, somebody got jabbed in the head with it. Or, but we had them and nobody ever got hurt. Wanted to play Mary Poppins, took my dad's umbrella, <laughs> held it aloft, and jumped off the roof. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll do it. Well, they were fine. All of these things. Everybody's I fine. I think that's one of those things. That's not a, you, you're, oh, he's fine. It's a, oh. ooh, he's fine. Are uh, they fine? I'll bet there was some broken bones in I, there. Uh-uh. I remember this when I did this, when we used to have to sit in the car, like when your mom would go in the grocery store and leave mm-hmm. you sitting in the car. And Always. With the windows down, just so the predators can reach right in and get you. Well, yeah. yeah. Dropping that car into neutral and rolling away. Until it comes to rest. Oh, I never did that, but I, I did. definitely remember sitting in the car while mom ran in the store. A couple times me and my friends would go to the dump and we'd throw bottles at each other. Oh, sure. We also would have uh, wooden block fights. So like you get Ow. on either side of the room, like Jenga blocks, and we'd yeah. throw them at each other. One kid stuck a key in an outlet. Hmm. It made a spark. The lights flickered and it charred the key and the outlet was no longer usable. He's fine. He was fine. <laughs> He's absolutely fine. I, I get the cutesy, but that's the kid. You're curious. Like, everyone tells you, it's like that I thing. Know, everyone tells you not have... to do something, and you see it like, oh, don't stick. Like, again, you tell a kid long enough, don't do something. It's like, well, now, now I desperately it. want to see what happens right, that's if I why stick. You, that's why we have the baby-proofing outlet things now. For Jesus. me. Jesus. These kids used to play a game called Speed Bump. 
where they would dress in dark clothes, meet up, and lay in the road when a car came. <gasps> Dude, do you remember? Well, that ended badly, but there was a movie called Ah. Uh, I don't oh, know God, that the movie. Program. No, the program where they, they the in the movie they lay in the middle of the road, and then cars fly by, but it ended badly for some people in real life, so they cut that scene out of the movie. Well, this one, the last person to run away won. So if you stayed in the road the longest with your dark clothing on at night as the car approached, you won. <laughs> Yay! I'm a winner! <laughs> and then, oh God, standing on thin ice. I, I used to do that. I won't do it anymore. You know, that's that's for people who are very, very light. Mm. My buddy fell through the ice one time. How deep? Uh, it wasn't too bad, but it was shocking to both of us. Well, sure. I mean, was he fully submerged or was it just like his foot went in? He went down, came back up, and and shot out of the water. It was like, you know, he was able to get out pretty quick, but we I were always, in high school. I always got scared of getting in there and getting under the ice. Yeah, because you know? that's what oh, happened. God. In all the movies, you go, oh, I know. you don't just go straight down and come straight back up. You always move over, and then you get stuck under the thick Oh, ice. yeah. The current <laughs> drifts you under, and then you're looking at your friend up above you, and you're like banging and... And then, luckily, some sort of sea creature comes and helps save you. Yeah. Uh, a friendly orca. At least in my movies. <laughs> the, Prop- Ches- the Chesapeake Bay froze hard back in, let me think, this was this was like turn of the 20th century, and my great-grandfather and his uncle and another person went out walking across the bay on the ice, and they were literally miles out, and the ice started to give. Oh, no. Yeah, they very nearly all got lost in the frozen bay. And if that would have happened, you guys would not have me to enjoy right now. Oh, oh my gosh. Look butterfly effect. <gasps> you know, I always like the um, the stories of like the places where it freezes so hard that people drive their trucks and their mm-hmm. sheds out there to go ice fishing. Yeah. But then it's always like every year there's a story about someone's truck falling through. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a body of frozen water and been like, Oh, for sure. Let's drive on that. I mean, you know, if I would love to, I would love to experience that one time. I don't know how much longer we're going to have that kind of ice, though. You know, I, I didn't used to really buy into the whole climate change thing, but now God knows it's for real. I mean, look well, at, again, if one more person says, you know, this is a once in a lifetime heat wave and then you every know, year, this is another <laughs> once in a lifetime heat wave every like, year, right. man. Were you a Shira person? No. Oh, that's right. You're way older than I think. Thanks. She was coming back. 1985 girl power, man. That would have been, been me, back. but I wasn't into it at all. The cartoon's been back. No, no. Live action she Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. she and the <laughs> Princess of Power, um, which was part of the He-Man stuff. Yeah. It started out with He-Man and she the secret of the sword. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was, you know what? I liked Shira. I never could could go for He Man too much. I loved I loved it. Do you remember the Masters of the Universe movie with Dolph Lundgren? No. It was the best. It was so awful and so great. Like you go back now and watch it, and it is a classic. Really? Yes. There's so much stuff from when we were kids that's coming back. Teddy Ruxpin is getting a movie and a live action. And an animated series. We were talking about that when, you know, how would they bring the toy back? Because the whole thing for us was the the cassette player. Yeah. But I mean, now it's like, what would you just sync them up to your Bluetooth? Uh, No doubt about it. You have a Teddy Ruxpin app where you just play like he's like a Bluetooth speaker. Now, if that's the case, 
then you definitely could play some anthrax through yeah. here. <laughs> like Megadeth, Teddy Ruxpin would be the bomb. There was another doll that would talk to you. What was that thing's name? There was a girl and boy version of it. And they were like, I'm your friend. Y'all remember Chucky? that? Chucky? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I've seen that one too. Then he slices your Achilles. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. God, now I can't remember My her pal name. buddy? Mm, uh, Glowworm? No. <laughs> no, but they were creepy like that too. They ran off a cassette. Most things that talked were creepy. Hold I don't on. think it was impossible. I mean- any, Hold on. any animal or doll that would talk to you. Yeah, even though it was a cute teddy bear, it still was like, uh, I don't know. You're uh, not supposed to be talking. That's like, have you ever seen Tickle Me Omo with its fur off? That's a stuff well, of nightmares. No, but I want to now. <laughs> I had a Tickle Me Elmo, and I was in my 20s. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Cricket is her name. Oh, yeah. Cricket is the girl doll, and she had the cassette tape player, and I'm your special friend, or I'm your only friend, or something creepy. Right, yeah, so let's. <laughs> and that's like Annabelle. I mean, Corky. That really, Corky was the boy. Oh, Cricket and Corky is really great. Seriously, man, y'all remember them? Cricket I, and Corky. I remember the name. You can get a cricket. Would you like a cricket? Because I can get you one right now. Here's a good looking one for one hundred fifty dollars. No, on eBay. Ooh, here's just the cassette for forty nine dollars. What? Did I? This is really off, kind of off subject, but did I? Tell you guys how excited that the children are, especially the boy. He's going to be driving um, my wife's old car, and it's got a CD player, and he is super excited about CDs. And my daughter was even like, oh, let's go look at CDs. Like That's like this cool ancient technology that they've never... And I'm like, honey, you realize I have like three giant, four giant books of CDs. Oh, really? No oh. kidding. But he was so excited. He put it in, he's like, oh, I got this, I found this Maroon 5 CD, oh, and he on. put it in. It was, crazy. it was the first one. That the was last, the thing. It was crazy. The last time I moved, I sold bins full of CDs. So I was tired of moving them around. Ah, I can't find half of mine. I only saved ones that I thought were like rare that you couldn't that I couldn't get again. Otherwise, I got I was tired of moving them. I want to get the Teddy Ruxpin that runs off of vinyl. I'm a real <laughs> he's got a really big belly. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> but that's the other thing is kids are buying vinyl like mad yeah. right now. My but, kids are doing a little bit, but they don't understand. Like they, they're, you know, it's always happened this way though. Because when I was a kid, I would go to the used record stores and buy the records that the generations previous to me listened to. You know, mm -hmm. you know, Charlie, what I'm talking about, Guy Lombardo. Sure, yeah. But now those kids are buying their own copies of the Eagles' greatest hits and Frampton Comes Alive and you know Allman Brothers collections and stuff. It's so cool to see. Yeah, I, I just. I had to teach the children how to use the record player the other day and they seem to understand it. But then at the same time, they're so like, they don't, they Ooh. don't have the attention span for it. Show them how to play them backwards. Break out your kiss records and play them backwards so they can learn about <laughs> Satan. That's not true. <laughs> it was in there. It may, they may not really have loved Satan, but Dad, it said it. Is Paul McCartney dead? <laughs> I don't know. Let's play all these records backwards real quick. <laughs> I got to go to school. No. No, we're learning about the devil. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy's teaching you about Satan. I had all the Kiss records. And then when that came out, where you could play them backwards and hear about Satan, one of my friends had borrowed quite a few of my good Kiss records, broke them all to bits mm, because, because of Satan. Well, my brother... Um, <laughs> My brother had gotten into Kiss and had like magazines and posters oh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And then he went 
with one of his friends to a church youth group where they basically told them that Kiss was Knights in Satan's service and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so then he he got rid of all of his stuff. And I always thought it was, you know, I'm his little sister. I'm like, this is so cool. And yeah. I was like, what did you do with the cool stuff? I think that goes either way. I think you either, yeah, you either get rid of them because they're Satan's tools or you're like, tell me more. That is so <laughs> yeah. cool. Like someone told me Motley Crue was bad and I immediately wanted more Motley Crue. Yeah, shouted the devil was like, uh, yeah, obviously I'm going to listen to this. Like we're shouting at him because he's bad. Hello. I, I missed that one. I didn't know Motley Crue was also E. Their first album had a pentagram on it. <laughs> I know nothing about hair bands. I like stars. <laughs> this one's upside down. <laughs> Look, it's got a goat. <laughs> He's dancing. Why is that goat walking on his own legs? <laughs> Goats and candles. Yeah, you know, Satan was way ahead of the curve on this goat thing. <laughs> he was. He made it, then he made him cute. <laughs> Satan, Satan cornered the market on goat yoga way before this. it was cool. He's, Satan, actually, it's all a ploy. He was like, wait a minute. If I make their babies really cute, I'll be able to suck everyone in with the goats. Go- <laughs> goats can Worked. be mean, though. Don't Worked. be fooled by their cuteness. Can, can I Can I tell you it was my headline of the day? Yeah. And you didn't do it? Yeah, let's do it. We got to get out of here. Do it. Uh, a goat and rooster rescued their chicken friend from a hawk. <laughs> hawk swooped down. It was caught on a video. A hawk swooped down and started attacking this chicken and a rooster started fighting it and then out of nowhere a goat comes and headbutts the hawk and it flies away. It's like a children's story. That's amazing. Isn't that the coolest <laughs> thing ever? That is a children's story waiting to happen. Yeah. Yep. It, it, I watched the video. It was crazy. Now, but the, was the hawk okay and did the, later they were sitting in like a little mud hut drinking uh, hot chocolate all laughing it off? Yeah, the hawk came well, and no, apologized. The hawk was obviously the bad guy of the situation, but the goat, the chicken, and the rooster were all cool. Well, I, what I'm saying is the hawk learned from this oh, situation. Yes. He saw the power of friendship. So you're going the- real PBS on this, because I'm going Disney, where it's like, he's, oh, or actually, what was the... Um, oh, at Disney... His, his parents are dead. <laughs> either, either his mom died. He acts that way because his parents or, are dead. Or what was the other one who did like the Rats of Nim or the Secret of Nim? Like that other. Or wasn't co- that Jim Henson? No, they were real dark. Yeah, I remember them yeah. being The dark. Rats of was, Nim were real like drippy and there's an owl that was. Bones. I think that was some Henson animation. Oh, anyway, so yeah, so Goat Saved the Day, Headbutted a Hawk. It was great. Everybody's friends. That is a great story. Yeah, they're all friends at the end because the hawk realized he saw the power of their friendship Mm -hmm. and what it had done. And he was like, you know what? I can do better. I can try harder. I'm going to go in this mud And then he went and apologized and he said, can I be friends with you? And they all said, oh, sure. Come on in, hawk. Let's all be buddies. I like the idea of this hut because the problem is the goat is way bigger than everything. So it's just his head. His head's through that. No, no, no. No, dude. It's the goat's hut. That's ridiculous. The hut is the goat's hut. And he's invited the other oh, okay. critters in there to yeah. hang out. Got it, he has got it tastefully it. appointed. What do you with think cans. it was the chicken's hut? <laughs> and a lung and a brush for for, for stroking his beard. Yeah. It's <laughs> hanging there. Dirt. It's hanging there by the door. When the goat gets home, he gets the, a, the round there's brush. There's a hole for yeah. his head to stick through it. Yeah. And there's some Christmas shoes over by the door. <laughs> oh, too soon. Dude, come on, man. That was too much. Listen, now back to Satan. Thanks so much for <laughs> hanging out with us on this Simon Says podcast. Be sure you subscribe and like, and if you want to check us out on the radio, it's at 987simon.com. Just click that little listen button. It usually works. And if you want to call us to be on the podcast or on the show, our number is 336-373-0987. 
How about a final thought, Charlie? Oh, gosh. Um, first time ever. Every I week know, is a first damn and I, time. And I was getting better about writing these down, and now I forget. Okay. But you know what? No one is sneaking up behind you. You can sit in the chair that doesn't face the door. Doesn't work like that. That's like somebody standing in the doorway. I'll never that. get over that. <laughs> I'll never. That's totally different. It's the same thing. Go ahead. What's yours? Uh, tuna sandwich from Subway is not worth fighting off a robber. <laughs> but, but. The oh, BMT, no. the Italian BMT, I'll fight somebody for that. I like well, the tuna. All right. Ah. Next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.